Cross the Netflix stream. I'm Ward. We are your resource for Netflix. Sometimes our episodes may include language that is considered inappropriate for children. That'll come from me. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook. Cross the Netflix stream. Contact us. Let us know what you think, what you've seen, and what we should see. Go to our website to see all of our older episodes and our written reviews. Cross the Netflix stream.com. Also watched Coco, The Hitman's Bodyguard, and The Glass Castle. In Coco. A young boy is stymied by his family's ancestral ban on music. This is aspiring musician Miguel, and he ends up in the land of the dead, searching for a way out and a means to play music. Although this movie is just incredible. It is a Pixar animated movie, so of course it really packs an emotional punch. And it, But it's a well-crafted story. I like how it explores fame, family, and ambition and rolls all those into And it's just, it's really touching. Pixar always, they're just masters imbuing scenes with such feeling and emotion, and you've got Miguel, who wants to be a musician so badly, but his family, they just don't like musicians. Nobody in the family is allowed to play music, so he's trying to find a way around that. How can he chase his dreams, but still be respectful of his family? And that is what a lot of this movie is, that family and fame, trying to balance that out. But he's determined to seize his dream. His hero, his musical hero, is Ernesto de la Cruz, who is one of the greatest singers, musicians in Mexico, so he wants to be just like him. And... His journey to seize his dreams has him end up in the Day of the Dead. And I really like how they set that up. You know, it's the Day of the Dead, and I'm not familiar with Mexican traditions, but it's a day to give respect to your family, your relatives, and you just celebrate the dead. And you you build private altars called ofrendas, which is referenced in the movie, and you give them, you know, you just put a bunch of stuff on there. You know, you give, you give them offerings. So in this movie, the dead actually come back, and they take these offerings. So the more you remembered by the people they're alive, the better you live, better off you are in the land of the dead. And so this whole thing revolves around Miguel kind of subverting that. And I just thought that was really neat. A great premise, a solid premise, simple but efficient. I like that. Just the the land of the dead. I mean, when you first see the land of the dead, man, it just takes your breath away. It's colorful, it's bright, it's vibrant. Now I did think the beginning of this seemed it just reminded me of up, how you get a lot of exposition very quickly, this quick little backstory thing and I don't know. I mean, part of me for that, it didn't have quite the emotional impact it could have potentially, but it's a small, small minor thing. I mean, again, they've got to put that out there and let you know. But this is just, I thought it was a stellar movie. The animation, great it always is with Pixar. They always push that envelope. And there's just one scene with the moonlight where Miguel's been in water and just the way the, the way the water looks with the moonlight, it, great. The visuals are Coco is a great movie. A really interesting conclusion that actually I didn't see coming. So there's a little bit of a bait and switch there. Uh, but I think a lot of people probably would catch it. Anyway, Coco is great. I would recommend it. A lot of fun. The Hitman's Bodyguard. This stars Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. A top bodyguard played by Ryan Reynolds takes on the job of protecting the world's best hitman, Samuel L. Jackson, who's bound for international criminal court in the Netherlands to testify against the Eastern European countries. I just thought this movie was incredibly dull. Now, I thought we'd get this nice odd couple pairing with Jackson and Reynolds, and while that's what they're trying to do, man, the comedy, just, it's forced. The action, uninspiring. And it basically, just, it checks the boxes of what we usually see in this odd couple action movie, and the twist is, oh, Ryan Reynolds is protecting a bad guy, a guy we normally wouldn't like. That's it. That's like the only unique thing that's... And it really, it felt like a cartoon, just in that it, it felt like a character of a movie. This is not a real movie. This is someone's like, oh, that's what movies do. Movies do. Let me try to copy that poorly. The action sequences are completely implausible, and a lot of movies have implausible action sequences, but this was just so 
it was so implausible, so over the top, but not tongue in cheek, not satire. Like they were actually playing it straight. That guy, you know, just robbed a lot of what this movie could have been. If this movie had any amount of being self aware, it really it could have helped it a ton. Because it's chasing movies like The Kingsman and Crank, kind of with this nonstop action. And it, it just goes nowhere. It's all style, very little substance. Now, I knew that from the very first scene, because our very first scene, it's edited in this way to where you get three separate images on screen moving at once. And it's very stylish. It looks really cool, but it really made me think, oh, man, is this, or is this just a nod just telling us that it's all style, no substance? It best, basically. I mean, the attempts at humor, there's a couple, there's, you know, there's a really funny scene early on that surprises you. And the movie does the same thing twice, two more times. It's like, come on, that joke. It was good the first time, but the second and third, it gets a little old. It's just, man, it's just, it's rough. This movie, didn't like, wouldn't recommend. And then I watched The Glass Castle. This is Destiny Daniel Cretton, who did Short Term 12 with Brie Larson. This also stars Brie Larson. Also stars Woody Harrelson, Naomi Watts, and a bunch of other people. A young girl comes from a dysfunctional family of nonconformist nomads with a mother who's an injured artist and an alcoholic father who would stir the, his children's imagination to distract, distract them from their poverty. This is based on the memoir by Jeanette Walls. She actually grew up like this. She grew up uh, moving house to house because her family, they lived in squalor. And this intertwines her story as she rose to success from extreme poverty with the story of her drunk, controlling father. They were basically, And this is very much from her viewpoint. So a lot of what we see are the worst times. <coughs> but it does show, show us just enough good times that you know, I don't think... Rex, her father, consider his kids a burden. It frequently looks like that. It frequently looks like he was he didn't have kids. There's enough good times where you think he really does care for them. He's just really hard-line, hard-nosed, and doesn't always show it the best way. It is an intense character study about how parents shape you because Jeanette Wall, she went on to success, and it feels weird to say she owes that to her father, but she does in a way because she realizes, I do not want to be like that. I do not want to live like this. In spite of him, I'm going to succeed. And, I mean, you know, this is a father that, you know, it's even in the movie she says he acts like a child a lot when he realizes that Jeanette, played by Brie Larson, is going to run away to New York. He steals all her money so she can't leave. You know, it's just controlling and it's rough. Um, and you just, I mean, ultimately kind of ask yourself, were her parents good parents? No, they were not good parents. Did they love their kids? I'd say yes, but you really have to heavily qualify that because, I mean, the kids got into a lot of tricky situations because... Their parents were, uh, you know, self-absorbed or mad or upset or wanted to spite the kids. It's rough. I enjoy the movie. I would say it's worth watching, but know where you're getting into. This is not a happy, feel-good, you know, thing like that. And that is what I've watched this week, because I'm going to watch more. Go to our website, crossthenetflixstream.com. That is your portal to find us on social media, any of our written reviews, news, and previews. You can also email us directly, ward at crossthenetflixstream.com. Go to iTunes or your podcasting preferred player. Rate us. Review us. We'd appreciate it. We watch movies on Netflix. So you don't have to.